0: i five, baby. To another episode of the Tide Talk podcast, Stacy Blackwood with Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy?
1: Man, I'm doing great. I'm glad you know tomorrow's Friday and football, especially Alabama football, is back to you know Saturday. But before we get too deep into discussion, um, I got a question I'm going to ask you. Um, You know, there's been a, I hate to say it, but been an elephant in the room, uh, all over Twitter and everything, on uh you know, there's there's these so-called, and I put it on Twitter tonight, so-called, you know, quote, Alabama fans, unquote, who are rooting for Jalen over Tua to win the Heisman or, or be successful. Well, what's your opinion on that? I'll give you my opinion after, after you give yours.
0: Well, uh, the fact is that Jalen is no longer a part of the Alabama team. mm mm-hmm. I mean that that should be where it ends. I mean I'm right. appreciative of what all Jalen Hurts done for Alabama, how he represented himself. You know, especially last season, uh, when when Tua took over the starting job, and uh, you know, and, and he just kind of had to to be be the backup quarterback, and he handled that really well. He didn't cry, he didn't quit, he hung in there. But that was last season. That's when he was a part of Alabama. Now he's not a part of Alabama. I mean, I wish Jalen nothing but the best. I really do. But all these former players like Mack Wilson and uh, Isaiah Bugs wanting him to win the Heisman over Tua is absolutely ridiculous. He is not an Alabama guy anymore. He is an Oklahoma player. Tua should be who you're pulling for to win the Heisman if you're pulling for somebody to win the Heisman and you're an Alabama fan. I, I just I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. It's pretty cut and dry to me. Yeah, we want Jalen to be successful in life, but we want we want Tua to be more successful this season because he is actually Alabama's quarterback. I don't know why that's hard for Alabama fans to to understand.
1: Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent, man. Um, you know, my my thoughts on the whole situation is, you know, you can look back uh, through my memories and on Facebook, I was a big Jalen supporter. I mean, I, I people was trashing me. St. Jalen was a bad quarterback and, and I stood up for the guy and that whole that whole year. Uh and I mean what he did while he was an Alabama player was awesome. I mean, he led he led that amazing uh comeback against uh, Ole Miss. Well, I think we talked about that a couple of times. Uh he also led the uh, the comeback, uh comeback win against Mississippi State with like maybe 150, maybe 10 minutes left to go in the game. He drove right down the field and and got us the game winning touchdown there, uh, and and the uh, the clips the the national championship game of twenty seventeen, you know he did struggle he was un- unable to move the ball but when it mattered and he needed to go down there to score a touchdown he he scored the touchdown got us the lead and then of course the defense was gassed we all know what happened there but as an Alabama player he was. At the time, especially last year when he come in for Tua in the SEC championship game, he did an amazing job. Anytime, and he was a team player. That's what I love about Jalen. He was a team player, but I do not blame him for for transferring because Tua is our guy. But now, I mean, I want the kid Jalen to be to be successful. But Tua is our is our guy, and I want him to win the Heisman. I want him to win the national championship. I want he's a part of Alabama like you said so I agree with you it's, it should be cut and dry Tua is the guy Jalen was the guy now he's going to another team I wish him the best but but Tua is, is our guy and, and he's the one that ought to be getting credit for everything
0: yeah I mean I don't I don't understand why why some Alabama fans are just not comprehending the fact that Jalen is not a part of the Alabama football team this season Sure. Hey, sure. I'm I'm happy he's having a great start to the season. I mean, I expect him to put up some gaudy numbers because they don't really play a team that that plays you know good defense. So, I mean, he's going to have great numbers. He'll probably be in New York for the Heisman ceremony. But I hope Tua wins. right yeah, because he represents Alabama. If Jalen's in New York this year, it's not going to be representing Alabama. It's going to be representing Oklahoma. So okay. I don't I don't understand why. Uh, former players and and teammates of Jalen. I mean, I understand them wanting him to do well, but for him, wanting him to win the Heisman over somebody that's at Alabama right now is just laughable, and exactly. and it really it really drives me crazy.
1: I agree, hundred percent. You know that that's been you know a big topic the past couple of weeks on Twitter, but you know it finally coming come to a head this week with like you said, Matt Wilson, Isaiah Bugs, former players rooting for for Jalen, and not for the team that they represented at their time at the university
0: i mean i, I hope they realize that Tua secured those two guys a national championship when he <laughs> came in for Jalen against georgia
1: i agree I mean, come on
0: give me a break I of course I, I think i think mike wilson's got issues anyway i think he's about crazy
1: hey yeah <laughs> you're right about that
0: but anyway, we can we can move on from that and kind of kind of talk about last week's game against South Carolina and Columbia. Uh, you know it's uh, there's been a lot of mixed reviews on this game. Uh, a lot of I, I was kind of surprised at how many fans were kind of disappointed in the team. I yeah. wasn't really, really disappointed. The offense was fantastic. and and t- people talk about, well, the running game wasn't great. Well, I mean, we only ran it 25 times as a team. So, I mean, it's not, they didn't, we didn't make a concerted effort to run the ball. The, the, the RPO, the pass on the RPO was open all day long. I mean, so we, we were just throwing it. I mean, and Tua was hitting the guys in stride, and, and that's obvious by the numbers he put up. I mean, he, he was 28 of 36. Listen, for 444 yards and five touchdowns. And a big goose egg in the interception column. So I mean, just a fantastic day from Tua, and uh, the the offense pretty much done whatever they wanted to in, in in the ball game.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And and yeah, you was right. Uh, Najee and Brian Robinson didn't, didn't carry a lot, um, but um, but Naji did make make a difference in uh, the passing game as well. I mean, he had uh excuse me, he had uh, five receptions for eighty seven yards and had that beautiful, stiff arm and that beautiful uh, leap. And, I mean, that that was just amazing to see. Um, it was kind of like a, a coming-out game. I think Saban said tonight on, hey, coach, uh, it was a coming-out game for him. So, um, I hope this kind of gets his confidence up a little bit. Um, but, like you said, the receivers, I mean – You know,
0: and I to, – sorry to interrupt you, but, you know, I brought that up last week. I yeah. thought that Najee was going to be a difference maker in the game. I thought it might be more in the running game. But but it turns out Steve Sarkeesian did a great job of, of creating a plan to get Najee involved in the passing game, and uh, you see that Najee is more com- comfortable in the open space than kind of in between the tackles, and and he made some incredible plays.
1: He did, he did, and man, what about Devontae Smith? Man, he he went off the uh, you know Saturday too. Eight receptions, one hundred thirty-six yards, and two touchdowns. You know, Judy still got his. You know, he didn't have the the flashy numbers, and he didn't have a touchdown. But I mean, he still got his reception. Uh, Henry Rose had an amazing day. That dude can fly. I don't care what you say. I mean, he caught that ball in the open space, and he was gone. Oh my goodness, the speed on that that guy.
0: Yeah, I want to say they said that uh, they they clocked him at around twenty four miles per hour on that on that long touchdown uh, catch where he made everybody else like they were walking.
1: <laughs> yeah that's amazing man he's uh he's a special talent Devonte smith special talent judy of course and man, man you know i really want you know talking about the Mitch reviews you know we say what we what we will that yes the defense young, yeah we have lost another player and and lebron ray uh but we got another guy's next is next man up you know and i believe justin i cannot think of his last name Bogway or but uh, yeah He um I think he's gonna do really well. I heard a lot of of good things about him, but but to to be upset about the game, man, how can you be upset with I mean our offense is I don't think anybody can match up. I mean, if they're gonna do man on man and you know, against our receivers, they're gonna lose all day. And you know, I don't know how you're gonna stop this offense.
0: Well, like you said, the uh Alabama's offense is going to be tough to stop, and I mean, people talk about the defense. To me, I mean, I don't care that they threw for 324 yards. It took them 57 attempts to throw for 324 yards. I mean, good grief! I mean, of course they're going if they if you throw it 60 times a game, of course you're going to throw for 300 yards. Mm -hmm. And and they had the one BS touchdown in the first half where our guys were right in position. It was a terrible throw. He shouldn't have made the throw. It should have been picked off. We just didn't make, yeah. a, make a play on the ball. I mean, it just – so, I mean, that was a crap play. Uh, there was a couple crap plays. Major Tennyson got a touchdown uh, taken away that sh- that, that he should have had. Uh, yeah. You know, they scored at the end on a bull crap uh, targeting call, on a, I think it was Christian Barmore. And it's, uh, yeah. it's just the, the officials were horrendous each way. I mean, they made bad yeah. calls on Alabama and bad calls on South Carolina. Uh, it, it it was a horribly officiated game, and uh, South Carolina hit a couple crap plays that that boosted their stats a little bit. Uh, the defense, I think, will be fine. I mean, I I still feel okay about it. The uh, yeah. they're young. I mean, they're gonna give up some plays, and it. I mean, it's not like South Carolina's chopped liver. I mean, they have they have a lot of skill set on the offensive side of the football. I mean, you look at their, their wide – Brian Edwards is, is a playmaking receiver. And we talked yeah. about him a little bit last week. I mean, Rico Dowdle's a good player. Uh, 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 Tavian Feaster's a good player. So, I mean, they, they got they got some good offensive weapons. Halinski's a – you can tell that he's going to be a really good quarterback when it's all said and done. So, I mean, I, I – the game really wasn't – didn't really surprise me that much. I mean – you take away their their crap uh touchdown they had in the first half and that crap touchdown that they had after a ridiculous targeting call and the game is the score is pretty much what we both thought it would be. Yeah. So
1: Perfect.
0: I mean it's I think I think it's one of those classic overreaction things where people see we give up twenty three points and over three hundred yards passing and over a hundred yards rushing. Uh are we as good against the run as we have been in the past? No. We're we're not. We're not. We're not near as good as we. But it's it, we're a different type of defense. Right. So I mean it's uh we're still pretty solid against the run. I, I mean I would say we'll probably wind up finishing in the top ten or fifteen in the country in the run. So I mean it's not like it's just atrocious defensive play. I think, like I said, it's just classic overreaction to. Uh, a couple crap plays that South Carolina had. I mean, I don't want I, I don't want to you know take anything away from them. I mean, they they did make some plays, but uh, Alabama dominated that game from pretty much the start to the finish.
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt. And you know, talking about the defense. Yeah, this is not you know I I think um, somebody made the comment. It's not about the defense of old, which you know we we grew accustomed to. And I believe you made the comment on how spoiled we are as Bama fans, and we are, but I think, you know, looking back, we, you know, we, we had trouble with, with option quarterbacks who ran the the RPO well against us and we have kind of built a defense now that will, that will stop the RPOs against us. If we're going to be lacking in, in some areas to, you know, that that's fine. But I still believe that, like you say, we'll still finish in the top 10 and run defense.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, just the only thing that bothered me about the game was, one, the penalties and the few missed tackles we had. Yeah. I, other than that, I, I mean, I was I was pretty pleased with our performance. I think our offensive line played their best game of the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like if you look at our top two backs uh, between uh, Najee and Brian Robinson, they only carried the ball fifteen times.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, I mean, Najee averaged five yards a carry, and Brian averaged four. So against an SEC defense, that's uh, you know, that's 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 pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, we did like I said, we just didn't try to run the ball. So right. I mean, uh, the, the 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 running game didn't really change my mind on anything. It didn't verify that. Maybe we're, our run game's going to struggle this year, and it didn't tell me that we're going to be a dominant run team. I think the jury's still out on that until we get Cornbread back, uh, a.k.a. Dante, Deontay Brown, and uh, kind of solidify the starting five up front. And we've talked about that week after week. Yet a lot of fans still seem to just be so scared that the running game is, is not going to be any good. So I, I just, like I said, classic overreaction – I think we're going to be fine. Uh, the defense will continue to get better each and every week. Now we we do need to stop having injuries. I hate that Lebron yeah. Ray's out for at least six weeks. Uh, yeah that 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 kind of bothers me. Uh, I think he was set to have a have a good season. So, and he was already having a good season. But but uh, I, I I'm, I'm confident in Justin Abubakar. I mean, and I think he was going to play a large role this season anyway. He did get. Uh, you know, a couple weeks setback with an injury right before uh, the season started, but uh, he did get some action this last week against South Carolina. So uh, we'll kind of see what what kind of he's made of uh, this weekend against Southern Miss, and you know we'll probably have four st- starters on defense that are true freshmen. That's yeah. that's crazy to think about.
1: Mm-hmm. Not to mention the I think we got a a couple of true freshmen on the front, on the front line or or offensive line. I know Neil, there might be one, one more, but I'm not
0: just, just, but
1: I mean, still, he, he's done really good this year as well. Um, I think he solidified himself as a, as a starter for the rest of the season, offensive line. And yeah, offensive line did probably have the best game of the year. I think it's just going to take a while for them to gel. Um, I, I heard, uh, on another podcast today, um, somebody talking about that, um, you know, it, it, uh, Dickerson didn't, didn't make it down there till late in, in the fall. So, you know, he's trying to get used to the players and who to, you know, how, you know, get the jail going, you know, so I, I think they will be better, um, here in a couple of weeks, you know, I I think we'll be able to run the ball against Southern Miss and, um, uh, and I think we'll be fine with, uh, Ole Miss as well. So, The big test is going to be at A&M in a a few weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're still – this team's going to get better each and every week, uh, especially along the offensive line and on the defensive side of the ball. You're going to see the team continue to grow and develop. And like you said, just kind of uh, grow together and and understand how to play off one another. And uh, like you said, luckily we have a a couple teams that, that should be, you know, pretty easy wins for Alabama to, to to grow on until they go into the bye week before they travel to Kyle Field to take on Texas A&M.
1: Which I'm not really – I'm not getting too concerned about that A&M game now because they they laid an egg against Clemson. I, I really – you know, that was one of my big, uh, you know, bold predictions of the year was they can go in there and, and uh, beat Clemson and they just laid an egg. So I don't know. You know how good that offense really is without a good dominant running game like they've had.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of you know that, that, that obviously they got a big game. You know they host Auburn Saturday, so that's a that's a that's a big time matchup. We'll kind of see what both teams are made of after that game.
1: I agree, hundred percent.
0: But before we uh, head into the matchup this week against Southern Miss, we uh, need to go over our poll for the uh, Tide Talk Player of the Week. Uh, we appreciate all the votes. Uh, we had 234 votes. That's the most we've had so far. So we appreciate everybody voting and commenting. Uh, we had four options. We had Tua, Najee, Smitty, and Ruggs, all offensive players. It was a big offensive uh, day this last weekend against South Carolina. And to no surprise, Tua won with 48% of the votes. Uh, Najee coming second with 32%. Smitty got 11% and Henry Ruggs III got 9%. Does that surprise you, Jake? Was you thinking somebody else might win, or did you think it was going to be them?
1: No, I, I had—I believe it was going to be or 100%. I mean, the kid, I don't think uh, – I think I've seen uh, stats over the year – over this year. I think he's throwing 11 touchdown passes and, and still that goose egg in the interception uh, column. And um, he he's really um, – Starting to, starting to read defense is a whole lot better. You know, it seemed like last year he was kind of forcing the ball a little bit too much. And uh, now he's with that uh, RPO. man. He, he's got it down. He's got it perfected along with them receivers. And uh, it, it didn't surprise me. Now, you know, another guy, um, I think Danny made the comment that uh, Isaiah McKinney could have been uh, uh, was an honorable mention. And uh, I agree with that. He, uh, he played a heck of a game Saturday as well.
0: Yeah, that dude's all over the field. He is an unbelievable safety. I don't think he gets, gets enough recognition, you know, nationwide.
1: Yeah, I agree with that 100%, man.
0: But, yeah, I, wanna, I do want to go over some of these uh, comments. Uh, John, I, I'm not sure how to say his last name. S- Seiko. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he replied that he went with Smitty. He played consistently high the whole game. Ab- absolutely. he He was – you know he's just he's Mr. Dependable. That's that's what I kind of like to call him. I mean he he just always seems to make the play, and he's got great hands and runs great routes, and and uh, can make some make some things happen after he makes the catch as well.
1: And you know I think they made the comment on uh, on the the telecast this week that Judy is the best route runner. Uh, Ruzz has got the speed, and Devontae's got the hand. So yeah, he he is Mr. Dependable definitely.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, some somebody that hasn't really broke out yet this season is is Jalen Waddle, but right. that, that's that's coming. I, I have I have no doubt about that. Oh, definitely. Uh, and and Bobby, uh, he, he came back and said that Tua has grown a ton since last year and has learned to take what the defense gives you. Yeah. He only forced one pass, exactly what we need for him. I, yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. He's 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 going through his progressions. He's not forcing anything and. He's just like like Bobby said, taking what the defense gives you. And, uh, you know, that that's allowing his his receivers to make plays after the catch. And uh, like like Jake just mentioned, they're all very dangerous at that. Definitely. Uh, DJ Hutchinson said that uh, I've been behind him since first run. I love Najee. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we like Najee. Najee. Najee's one of those guys that, like I said, he's got to get in the open field. He he's he's not much of an in between. I mean, not that he can't run in between the tackle, but he is he's a, he's a space player, and which is rare for somebody that's you know six two two thirty. But he's 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 pretty special. Uh, Kevin said I went with two because he's he was near perfect, uh, and he also agreed with Danny that that Xavier McKinney uh, is that dude on the defense. you right. Uh, a couple more people talked about Najee. Bama Jax did shout out to Bama Jax. Yep. Uh, Kit Kat B thirty four. She said, Najee, let's talk about that hurdle." Oh man, I, oh. that's the play of the year to me so far.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And I, I,
0: it, I don't even know what to say about it. It was it was freaking unbelievable.
1: It was it was amazing. That stiff arm combined with that, I man, that was awesome.
0: You know, my 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 dad, he doesn't like to text or call during the game. He wants to be focused on the game. But I even got a text from my dad uh, after that nausea run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's impressive because I know how he is during those games. Yeah,
0: uh, but Greg Crenshaw he, he he tweeted at us. It was a tie between Smitty and Tua, but he went with Smitty. I mm-hmm. can understand that. Uh, yep. Christy Rutherford said all of them laugh out loud, but she mm-hmm. she said that Smitty jumped out to her because of all those great hands. Yeah, yep. oh yeah, he, he he plucked a couple of those balls out of the air. Uh, I, I Stephanie.
1: Well, yeah, I, love, I was going to say I like what Stephanie said. Uh, she wanted to vote for them all, and and if we <laughs> could, we probably would vote for them all.
0: <laughs> hmm Yeah. Uh, Devin Spiegelhalter. I hope I said that right, man. If you're listening,
1: uh, okay. he
0: said Smith led the team in receptions and had two touchdowns and made several tough catches to move the chains. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Appreciate appreciate the comments, guys. Uh, and Broadfoot. Uh, she said Henry Ruggs, he can turn on that speed, no doubt. Uh, Billy Williams said Tua. Kyle Anderson, he said he voted for Tua as well, but Smith did a great job. Getting open to give Tua the opportunity to make the completion, absolutely. And Tamara Tatum said Henry Ruggs. So we had a lot of interaction on the on the poll this week. We appreciate everybody voting on the Tide Talk Player of the Week. Uh I think that's been this has been a big success, uh, breaking it out this season. So we appreciate all the votes on that. Yeah, it has been a lot of fun putting together and, and kinda oh, interacting yeah. with all the fans. So we appreciate that very much.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure Tyr has already seen that and he and he's excited. So uh, you know, um, if anybody any students listen to this, tell Tyr to uh you know, congratulations that uh he has won the tight top player of the week.
0: <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he was probably the first to know. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways uh yeah we appreciate everybody voting on that that means a lot to us and on all the interaction it's a lot of fun but on to southern miss I, i'll be honest with you i don't have much to say about this game
1: uh, you know <laughs> stay I, healthy I put out, yeah <laughs> um i put out today you know i said the match the matchup to watch for is Alabama versus the SEC office because they will not give us a, a a home game at night? You know, for for some odd reason, we've played every game at two thirty or eleven this year, and it's bull crap. You know, when are we gonna get our first home game and get to see them awesome lights that that now everybody seems to be copying us that we put up.
0: <laughs> I'm t- I, I don't understand it, and and what. What the media doesn't understand, the local media does, but the national media doesn't understand that it has nothing to do with the players or the coaches that are, I mean, for lack of a better term, bitching about the game times. It's us fans. Yeah. Us fans do not want to sit in the 100-degree weather for three and a half, four hours in the middle of the day every single Saturday. Exactly. Give us a freaking night game. For crying yeah. out
1: loud, and and um, Gus Malzahn, would would you hush? You, you know, he made that comment that he wishes he could uh, he could play early, that way he can prepare for his best opponent. Yeah, you, know, you know, with, with that offense that, that you have been calling this year is is not that great. You you need all the you need all the help you can get. So maybe you need to talk to the SEC office and get you some some early games because you're gonna need to come SEC play.
0: Gus Malzon's a prick. Nobody cares what he says.
1: Exactly. Not even
0: Auburn fans care what he (laughs)
1: says. (laughs) Right. I don't know why you know, I don't know how he's still coaching.
0: I mean, I hope he I think I say it every week. I hope he gets a lifetime contract. Me too. He's such a joke. (laughs) Anyways. You done got me my blood uh, boiling. Yeah. But But Southern means Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, man want to say
1: my thoughts you know i i don't see um uh, i don't see it being being close i mean i think i don't remember what they've done this year i haven't really kept up with them but you know i like i like i said earlier i don't see anybody stopping our offense i don't see anybody stopping to uh or them receivers and um you know i i think the defense um they might they they gel a bit better one of the big things last week was they was running the up tempo offense and we couldn't get our plays in, we couldn't get way uh, to get to get the play from the sideline, get the guys. We was out position a lot. I do remember Saban talking about that. So I, I guarantee they've been working that on practice. I did see that they've been putting in noise uh, in, the practice, in the practice facility to try to make it make it definite you know, in there to get you to get everybody used to the sound of being Brian Denny when it's packed out. So. Uh, just keep an eye out, out on that. Uh, but I think I think we've worked hard on that during practice and, and I think the defense is going to, gonna to do a little bit better this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, my, uh, to me, the biggest thing is stay healthy. We've had yeah. enough injuries, so we just need to stay healthy. Uh, I think defensively, if we tackle well in space, it's gonna be hard for them to, to get uh, you know many points in the game. Uh, obviously, it's going to be really tough for them to stop our offense on the running game or the passing game. So, I, you know, I see it see us getting you know probably about fifty five, and and they may get ten. They may may get a crap touchdown towards the end of the game, right. uh, or something like that. So, uh, I, I'm I'm going to say my score prediction is going to be fifty five to ten. And like I said, if if the defense tackle tackles well in space, it's going to be hard for Southern Miss to. To, to score many points in this game. And uh, it's going to be hard for anybody to stop the Alabama offense, much less Southern Miss.
1: Yeah. And I said 52 to 10, so we're we're out there close with each other. Yeah.
0: So uh, the biggest thing, though, is no more injuries.
1: Yeah. And, and injuries are piling up. I don't like that, especially on the defensive end.
0: Yeah. We, we, awful thin on the defensive line now uh, and and obviously the linebackers have been thin since fall camp so hopefully uh we can stay healthy uh maybe the injury bug has left tuscaloosa and uh they can uh stay healthy for the remainder of the season and uh continue on this revenge tour definitely because
1: it's it's coming
0: yep it's coming and uh i I think the team's just going to get better and better like i said earlier uh, obviously, that they, they got a lot to improve on. Uh, they got to tackle better, better on defense. Uh, they got to communicate better on the offensive line, and uh, you know they got to continue to uh, develop to, to develop that run game. Uh, you know, especially when it gets to SEC play.
1: Definitely, I agree with that a hundred percent.
0: All right, so that's all we got for tonight. Uh, I want
1: to say one more
0: thing. All right, go ahead.
1: Uh, we I know it's football season, but I just wanted to say, you know, keep an eye on that basketball program. Like we said, Nate Oates is doing amazing things. I mean, he's – people's coming to visit, like five-star talent, and, and that's very rare at Alabama. So, um, I'm ready for the basketball season startup start up as well.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, – and it's just around the corner. They'll be practicing soon. So, uh, we'll be bringing some basketball content as soon as that, you know, starts up hot and heavy. So, be looking forward to that, like Jake said. It's, it's an exciting time to be a Alabama basketball fan. Definitely. But uh, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, you know like our uh, like all our posts and retweet our stuff and comment. We love the interaction on Twitter. That, that's a lot of fun. It help helps get us through the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh And our in our Twitter feed is at Tide Talk underscore Pod. Make sure you use the hashtag TidTalk. Uh, You can follow me, Stacey Blackwood, at Blackwood89. And I'm at J. Thomas Tide. All right, guys. Well, that's all we got. And uh, we hope uh, you all have a good night. Uh, Can't wait till Saturday. And we'll talk to you all again next week. Roll Tide.
1: Roll Tide.